Welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I'm Jessie, as always. <laughs> as always. Um, hey Jessie, what's up? Oh, you know. Just, just chilling. Just chilling. Just vibing. We have a fun episode today. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um, not that we're not always excited about our episodes, uh, but this was a really fun one. Sometimes... When you rank Twilight as the number one vampire movie of all time, mm-hmm. I wasn't excited about that. It was a fun episode. It was it? sad. It made me feel uh, bad in right here. Uh, today's guest said that she actually threw threw her phone. Yeah. When she heard me rank Twilight as Correct number one, response. she is dramatic like you. Um, Jesse, cocktail corner. Um, we had a cocktail made for us, and you're gonna name it. Uh, I'm gonna call it. The Why Jericho Why. <laughs> it was... Here's the one bad. It did grow on me, I will say. Burp drink was... I felt... Abrasive? Regret. I felt my entire life flash before me. <laughs> it's very, very strong. It's pretty sweet. I wouldn't describe it as tasting like apple pie. You said it was supposed to. Yeah, like- so it was a recipe that we had found online. Um, I think it might have been a TikTok that was supposed to be like an apple pie type drink. And it has bourbon cream and fireball and crown apple in it. And you just, you can't taste the apple very much. That's what I'm saying. I think the sub out, I probably would sub out That's the literally cream. all there is though. There's no like mixer. I would sub out the cream and put maybe uh like apple juice or something to make mm-hmm. more like a apple. cider yeah and then at that point it's just apple fireball cider inside fireball, yeah. which is uh a very delicious drink yeah. that i have drank on the podcast before so i don't know like the crown apple what i don't think it was the creaminess and the fact that it was just three boozes mm-hmm. with no it's strong and it also grows grew on me as well like yeah. it's very strong when you start the drinking. nutmeg made it i think the nutmeg on top yeah. Made it. And it had like a sugar rim. Yeah. The sugar, it's some kind of spicy sugar. It's brown and spicy. I think it's like Demerara. Organic cane sugar. Demerara. Like shit. raw sugar? Yeah, I think so. It's spicy. It was spicy. Um, yeah, so that's our cocktail uh, for today. Um, yeah, try it. You tell us if you think it tastes like And how like do you think pie. it could be improved upon? Yeah. Maybe like a little cookie on the, like a little cookie decor oh, on Jericho, the side. why didn't you put a cookie on the rim for Like us? a little sugar cookie and yeah. then it would make it more pie-like. Or take it with a communion wafer. That's why I hate pie crust because <laughs> communion, blah. That's what our communion was for like 10 years. Oh, yeah. I don't want to eat Jesus for dessert. <laughs> I don't want, the, like if I'm going to have like a fun dessert, I don't want the body of Christ. <laughs> Ugh. Well, you know, this has been a cocktail and pie corner. Yeah. Um, you feeling curious about anything over there? Uh, yeah. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. So, uh, again, as per the usual, our question is gonna be foreshadowing for the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about, you know, the 300, they have this... Uh, they all follow pretty strict diet and uh-huh. exercise regimen to get in shape. So my question for you is, what is one food that you could not give up no matter, like, if you, 
no matter what, basically. You wouldn't want to give up. Right. Are we talking, like, that I would have to give up? Or, like, it could be a healthy food, too, that I wouldn't want to give up? Uh, no. Like, something like a treat. Something that you wouldn't, yeah, like, I mean, don't say kale. Like, or something like, or water. If I was to join the Spartans, something I would have a hard time giving up or would not be able to. Yeah, yeah. For my, uh, okay. So, honestly, I think drinking. Mm, Fair. Like, I think wine, beer, like, I just, it's a big part of, like, my social, like, like when we get together, um, I we like have a podcast about we have it. A podcast about <laughs> it. That is, I've done it before, um, for like three months, and obviously, like when I've been pregnant, uh, I've given it up. But I think that is the hardest thing for me to give up. That would be kind of important to try to cut. Yeah, because at least Amy mm-hmm. doesn't drink at all yeah. during. But I don't think I would training. could I imagine most, most of them, them yeah. abstain. So. What about you? Oh, I think probably potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes would be up there because, like, potatoes. They probably eat some potatoes. I mean, I guess maybe. But, like, here's the thing is, like, potatoes are generally a vehicle to get something else. Like, I love a baked potato, but mostly because it's a vehicle with which to get sour cream. Right. Yeah, I can't imagine there's a lot of sour cream happening. Uh, And I don't, like, I don't want the butter. I just want sour. I want sour cream that's been slightly warmed by the potato right. is basically what I want. Fair. Um, so maybe potatoes or cheese. Cheese would be a really hard one to give up. I think most of the foods that I enjoy, I come from like, if you looked at me, you'd be like, yeah, that, that lady's ancestors ate a lot of potatoes. <laughs> like I look like someone who should be eating potatoes. Yeah. Uh, Jess, you want to get more into detail about our exciting episode today? Yeah, we had our friend Amy on to talk about the 300 DC Spartans, the Dragon Con um, 300 costuming group. Yep, um, and a little bit about her own yeah, personal. her own personal cosplay journey and life. She does, again, because she is such a big part of the 300 group, uh, you know, she's got a very different kind of cosplay regimen i guess at most conventions than we do so Mm -hmm. yeah and now welcome back it's your drive time oldies hits uh you're doing great keep going with amy Uh, and t-dog and then oh (laughs) that's That's amy's (laughs) co-host it's Uh, me j-dog you're the co-host oh j-dog oh it's still the owl though so, welcome to the podcast, Amy. Hi, guys. Uh, How you doing? Uh, you know we're doing it. We're, do- we're doing the things. We're out here making money moves. Um, so, Amy, tell everybody how you got into cosplay. Tell them a little bit about you, about, you know, what makes Amy, Amy. Uh, you know, I would say I was probably late into the cosplay game. I didn't do it till I started. I moved back to Texas and my boss, actually her husband at the time was, uh, they were going to Dragon Con and he was in the Spartan group, the 300 group. And he was king that year. And at the time in order to join, I didn't join until like July, August, like two months before Dragon Con. I'm like, yeah, let's do this thing and go to this convention that I've never been to in my life. So 
he sponsored me to join the group, the 300 group. And then, you know, I went over to his house, their house a couple of times and we built, that's when we built out the immortal armor, like two months before Dragon Con built that oh arm. <laughs> and that was in 2010. That was my first March with the group. And I just did my 13th March this past Dragon Con we just had. Crazy. So you had no idea, you just like, this guy was like, hey, here's what I do when I go to Dragon Con. You want to play too? And you're like, yeah, well, okay. Yeah, that was kind of, I mean, I'd always wanted to go to that, that con in California, you know, and uh, <laughs> they were like, no, I've never even heard of Dragon Con. And they were like, you should go with us to this. And I worked out, you know, kind of all my life, college athletics and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool to come into a costume group that they, you know, working out was kind of their focus. And that was just a big thing to me. And to come into a group like that, so open and friendly and very like-mindedness in that sense. And yeah, I've been hooked ever, ever since then in the group. Do you think that, I mean, obviously we're going to get into the 300 more, but do you think that that sense of like belonging, that finding that group that was like a common interest was what really like has kept you in cosplay or do you think you would have continued going and doing cosplay regardless no I think it's definitely been that group you know I've met many of my costuming friends through that and even like friends in Texas that I wouldn't have normally met just because the state's so big but if it wasn't for that group and going to a convention for the first time in a group I don't know if I still would have gone um, so I guess what we need to do is to have you tell everybody uh, kind of what the 300 is and all of that. Sure. So, uh, you know, 300 DC Spartans, official Dragon Con Spartan Army, as you could say. It's the only convention we march at as a whole group. Um, we've been doing it since 2007 when the movie came out. And uh, it was basically what we call the Chicago Seven. Seven guys decided, let's try this. And then the group just kind of grew from there. They were able to get their hands on at the time, the screen accurate molds for you know the shield and the helmets and the spear tips. So everything you see has been pulled off of the screen used mold. Cool. Uh, yeah, that's why, the, why we get a lot of people asking us, where did we get our gear? Well, <laughs> when you know somebody who knows somebody, you get your hands on the original molds from the movie. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a little thing. Now, the original molds have kind of, obviously, you can only pull so many times off a mold. Um, so now we're recasting probably off of third generation molds, but it's still, you know, we have a great armorer and a couple of other different armorers that work for the group within the group. And, you know, it's, we're lucky to have the, the guys and the talent we have for that just in the prop making. Can you talk a little bit about how, what goes into uh, like the selection process of who can be accepted? How, how limited is that? It's, it's this, so this, we, it's funny. We just had a post on our forums, on our boards about this, about all the misconceptions and (laughs) beliefs that people think surround the group. Uh, Anybody can join. Literally anybody can go to our boards, 300dc.com and sign up, fill out, you know, the uh, recruitment form there and sign up and you can join the group uh, with the knowledge of knowing and, you know, the group's very open and friendly and we're gonna give you feedback right away because if you ask, we're gonna tell you. Um, We've never told anybody, no, you can't march. Uh, What we like to tell them is like, hey, look, you know, just understand what you're gonna be standing next to and know that the crowd at DC can be 
be kind of rough. There's an expectation now with this group of the look and how you should look if you're standing in the group, not necessarily from us, but more from the crowd there at Dragon Con. You know, so we've had some guys and ladies that join up that know that maybe their first year, they're not going to march with the group, but they want to get that process going. The only area we kind of have a little bit of restriction on is our parade ribbons. They only allot us 50, Dragon Con does. Um, so that is where we will give a little priority and selection into there. But other than that, Friday night at Reveal at Dragon Con, if you're a member of the group on the boards and you have the gear, you know, you can come in and march with us. So how many members do you guys have right now? Yeah, so we, we marched with 50. Uh, we just, I mean, after Dragon Con, we always get a big, big uh, influx of, of new people signing up. So I think right now our current active members might be close to oh, 80 to 90, maybe 100. And we'll see some, we'll lose some throughout the years. The, you know, they realize like, oh, this, it's a year-round thing of <laughs> working out and eating right. It's a, a year-round thing, you know. So we, we got a lot of good new young blood into this round. And that's been awesome to see. And we love seeing that come in. And you'd be surprised, a lot of our group, we are 40 and over. So it was nice to see a lot of the new young guys join this year after Dragon Con. So we'll see what we pull, what numbers we pull uh, at 23 Dragon Con. Uh, when you join, is somebody there being like, okay, this is the role you'd be get good in? Or do they join and say, this is what I want to do? Like, I know that there's been some like passing of the queen in the last couple of years. Uh, so how does, how does it get decided who takes over what roles and new members, what they get put into, I guess? Sure. Yeah. You know, as a new member coming in, um, you kind of tell us the direction you want to go. If you want to wear, you know, the red cloak, the blue cloak, um, I would be shocked to see a member come in and try to try to pull off a black cloak. You know, those, if you see, if you've seen those guys, you see those guys at the top of their aesthetics. Okay. For, for the listeners and for Paige who doesn't <laughs> remember, what are the differences between the three colors? I mean, okay. I mean, obviously the colors, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the red cloak is your traditional Spartan, you know, you see it in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, everything like that your, your blue cloak is your Greeks, which come from the second movie. Uh, and your, your black cloaks, those come from the second movie as well. Those are Spartans and those are considered the, the Queen's Guard because, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the second movie, Leonidas is dead and only the Queen, you know, is alive. So, Jesse is quite proud of herself. She knew that. Yeah. Well, because I asked Amy at the at Dragon Con this year. Yeah, I missed it. Because when we watched the March, I don't, I don't remember ever have, having seen before the. I'm sure I have right. but the black cloaks and I noticed them this year and I was like I wonder what what the difference is what that is so I asked Amy that's that's how I knew that already <laughs> you may not have been there but yeah. but uh, uh the, the battle gorgos so the the woman who's wearing the black dress with the gold armor at dragon con when you see her she's been elected into that position from the other ladies in the group and then your, your king we select the king around July and August going into that Dragon Con. And, you know, it's, the guy's got to post a picture every month so we can kind of see his progress. And then the, the older members, the admins and moderators of the group for the guy's side will narrow it down. Typically, you know, there's only about two to three guys that might even be in that kind of condition to, to wear the crest for Leonidas. You have that image of that big guy, you know, being Leo. And so, 
you know, it's, it's a lot of work. And normally the guys who end up making it, they've, they've been in the group for years, you know, so they've been working on that for a while. Yeah. I mean, Jesse and I know from experience, and we've mentioned on the podcast before, like Jesse feeding the Spartans last year at Dragon Con. What? I gave them those raspberry bars. Yes. They feed them, it sounds like grapes from a, <laughs> like they were on a chaise lounge. Well, now I have an idea for a photo shoot we're going to do next I year. Might be fun. It could just, it could be Amy. Like, if it's Amy, like, then that, that, I will feed Amy on a chaise lounge. <laughs> grapes. Please do. But so we've talked about before, uh, you know, that you guys are on pretty restrictive diets and, you know, you've got your workout routines. So tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Is everybody, is there like a specific regimen workout wise for that group? No, there isn't. I guess I should have referenced all of this with the fact that, you know, every group person who joins the group and we're very open that we are not personal trainers. We are not personal nutritionists. There are guys, there are people in the group, guys and girls that do compete in bodybuilding competitions. So they have a little more, you know, knowledge and, you know, you might want, you know, it's your choice or not. You want to listen to somebody's advice. Um, We're going to tell you each of us, what has worked for us. Each of us is different. What works for me doesn't necessarily work for say like our friend Sheila, who's been in the group before, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and what works for our friend Chris doesn't necessarily work for Nino, who was our king this year. There's some basics that you can kind of be like, yeah, if you're going to eat really bad, it's just not going to happen for you. But no, there's no specific workout. There's no specific nutri- nutrition that everybody has to follow. You know, you got to figure out what works best for your body. Right. And every year, you know, every year I learned something new. You know, I've been doing this 13 years and there's still something like new year learn like, oh, I should have been doing that you know, kind of a deal for me personally. Right. What would you say is like your one thing that you've really taken away from being in this group? Uh, motivation only gets you so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you can be motivated and I love being motivated, but I think it's more, you got to set goals, you know, so you're not goal oriented. It's going to be really hard for you to maintain that level of fitness and nutrition year long. And I can't motivate you. You have to be able to motivate yourself. Right. It's a favorite character that you marched as. So I've only marched two, two roles as the group. And my favorite is actually being in the immortal. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know that sounds funny. I know when you, you guys have seen it, and you know, it's covered head to toe. There is no exposed skin. There's no breathing there. You know, you can kind of see the eyes who mesh, but and it's hot, but I love We never it. know if you can hear or see yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of times I, I can't. Right. <laughs> and I'm just there enjoying the moment, having a good time. I was lucky enough and honored enough to be elected four years in a row as the, as the queen, as the battle barco. And that was very much out of my comfort zone as far as I felt very exposed. But it, it was still fun, you know, to, to be in that position for four years and to be in that kind of front and fore center it's a whole different feel when you do the parade or Friday night reveal in that position versus the immortal to where I can kind of get away with anything and run around and do what I want <laughs> you can just do your little dancey dance up behind everybody and think nobody much, saw you know, it. I do that a lot of times to help relax the group the king 
you know, that's that, that guy might've marched with us many times, but to march as Leonidas and to be the one to, to call out the formations and stand there, it's, you know, the guys tell you it's a blur, it's nerve wracking, you don't even realize what's going on. And a lot of times they're just so nervous and, and I do that to kind of relax them. And that's true of being like, you know, our new guys, our rookies that come in and march for the first time with the group. Uh, they're nervous, you know, during reveal on Friday night. So I'm just doing that to kind of make everybody relax and take a deep breath. Everybody's like, the scariest looking thing here is acting the goofiest. What is happening? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I could tell this year. I, this year was the closest up I've ever seen the march on Friday because we were like right there mm -hmm. on those benches in the Hilton. And like, it was interesting because there was a lot of stuff I didn't notice. Like you said, like yeah. the Queens Guard, I never noticed them before really. I've always watched from like the side or in, in front before, whereas this year we were kind of behind and off to the yeah, side. Yeah, like we could actually see the whole group coming in right. from that side. So there were, like I said, there were a lot of things. And that's one of the things I noticed is like, oh yeah, some of them are like visibly nervous. Right. Because right? again, that's something I think, like you said, the like for me as an outsider before I knew any of you um that were actually in the group it is kind of an intimidating group because everyone is like so ripped or most you know pretty much everybody's pretty ripped yeah. and uh you know there's yelling involved it's an intimidating yeah, group. it's like an intimidating it's... so like the fact that they you know like were like nervous about it I guess mm -hmm. you think of them as being like big tough strong like wouldn't <laughs> be scared you know like wouldn't be nervous about something like that but you could tell like oh yeah some of them were mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. these probably their first year maybe or something because you could tell they looked a little, a little shaken yeah well if you think about it like think about how like overwhelming it was for us uh when we were in our rococos getting pictures taken like it was overwhelming just the amount of people kind of coming at us yeah. but like so that times a thousand because like the spartans are like people just flock to you guys yeah so like uh, yeah i could see especially well, and it's more performative like mm -hmm. like amy was saying you know being the king and like having to call out the mm -hmm. commands like you know whereas we just kind of have to stand there we're getting our picture taken like we don't have to be in formation like putting the shield right. in the right spot at the right time or like marching at the right foot like most of the time i'm not even looking at the right camera I might be facing the wrong direction. You would want you to know. be Amy in the Immortal, where you it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't want to be Amy Immortal. <laughs> Let me make that abundantly clear. Uh, I I don't I don't reckon the three hundred group is a group for me. Uh, I enjoy you guys a lot. I just uh, the thought of eating, uh, not eating Popeye's chicken, uh, <laughs> is just not. I don't. It's just not something I'm willing to give up. Uh, so can we talk about it? I want to know how socially awkward it was. I'm going to ask the question now. When, okay. Oh, yeah, no, right? Going to turn the tables on you guys. When, and I'll start it off. That's fine. When we first met, because if you think about when we first met, I was in hangry mode because it's like July. And I'm not. Oh, we, thought, we thought you hated us. Yeah. Sheila was like, we're going to go to this Hobbit Cafe. And I'm like, dude, I can't eat anything there. And she's like, well, my friends, you know, Paige and Jesse are coming down. I'm like, great. I'm going somewhere with people I don't know, food I can't eat. Like, yeah. I thought you hated us. I was like, oh no. Like, she looks like she straight up hates us. Uh, then Sheila was like, do you want to see my 
dirt collection and Jesse said yes and the light that died in your eyes and then you made eye contact with me and I was like no 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 I, I think I made out, a friend here for a second. I just want to point out my deficient my your defense, deficiency my defense and Sheila's defense it's a sand collection <laughs> not a dirt collection well Amy I want to talk a little bit more about just you what is your favorite cosplay that you've ever done oh man there's a couple that I've done. Um, one of them was the Confessor from Legend of the Seeker TV series. I rolled that one probably my second year at Dragon Con, and that was a lot of fun. I met up with a group there too. And then doing uh, Ray from Star Wars, mm -hmm. um, the gray vest yep. and pants. Those are probably my two, my two favorite. Um, there was a lot of work put into those by friends of mine and myself to to make those costumes come to life uh now you said that you mentioned like Sheila and you are kind of like a duo like you both have different skills what yeah. are what are you bringing to the table uh leather working and oh, okay all right yeah <laughs> yeah don't have to be um, a show off about it but <laughs> uh yeah so I bring the leather working to the table on that sense. And that kind of translates over into when we work with EVA foam as well. You know, so everything, you know, the painting, the dyeing that comes that Sheila is the sewer, very much so. I can, I will very much happily sit down and hand stitch any detailing that needs to be done that way. I enjoy that. Uh, I enjoy ironing out all the pieces once we cut them for Sheila so she can sew them. I love getting out all the wrinkles and it all be nice and smooth and uh, see, that's nice, but the thing about the iron is it's um, hot and it smells. It smells? Yeah, it smells hot. Oh. It has both hot smell, like a curling iron, you know, like that hot smell. Mm. I think hot smell. Yeah, mine doesn't smell. It smells like hot. All hot things that, smell. That's a, that's a autism. That's... No, you can smell hot. I can smell like, fire. No, not fire. <laughs> hot smell like when the air is hot and you think hot smell no <laughs> are you gonna google think, what is hot yes. smell? <laughs> here why do you phantosomia okay it might be a disease <laughs> oh no is this like you don't know what i mean no i have no idea hot. like i know like if i think like like the hot hair is it's like hot air and my iron does not smell to me but if there's something that i think like oh something is hot that shouldn't be hot like well that's burning this isn't burning this is hot like when you turn on the oven no the stove uh -huh. the burner there's no smell no. except for like gas no not the get electric burner. i don't have electric burner i have okay. electric burner. that electric burn like oh, a hot plate smells hot and it's the same smell that an iron and a curling iron have. No. Hot. No, that's your disease. Amy, what's your dream cosplay? <laughs> I don't have a disease. It's it's real. I'm gonna I'm gonna someone else listen. Okay, leave, this, we'll, leave this part in. Okay. And ask the listeners if they know. I'm gonna edit it down. A hot bit. smell. All right. Hot smells real. Uh, yeah, that's our next question, Amy. A dream cosplay that you'd like to do one day. 
man, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking into it right now and I'm going to drop the money on it pretty hardcore and I'm okay with that because it's like it's that dream costume is a Captain America costume. Oh, Jesse told you, me yeah. that you mentioned mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So, so like full Chris Evans like. Yeah. 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 Minus the helmet. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. want a helmet. That's fair. But, uh, that's the one I'm going to do. Uh, the costume that would never happen but would be amazing if could is I would love to roll uh, Spartan from Halo. Ah. Um, okay, Amy. So what is something within the realm of cosplay that you want to learn how to do uh, for future cosplays? What's something that you're like, ugh, like I could do XYZ cosplay if I knew how to do this? Uh, you know, I would just, I would like to, you know, if I had more time on my hands i would love to really get more into the eva foam armor making me uh, too there's just some of those things those guys do like i follow evil ted and he's great yes but you start looking at some of the just the detailing work in some eva foam and some of it you can't tell if it's eva foam is it leather is it something else because they're you know they they're that good at it yeah. for me Kila is definitely the better painter uh, when it comes to blending colors and getting the right colors out of that she has a good eye for that you know i'm not a good painter this is where sheila and i make such a great team is i will i will take the time to paint like tape off what needs to be taped off correctly to get painted and you know all the the final the fine little prep things you have to do before you finally build it because she doesn't have the patience for it but i do <laughs> jesse and i are both uh i would say jesse more than me but jesse's like i'm gonna do it myself yeah. like I'd rather try to do it myself. And then if it doesn't look as good as it could have, then if it looks really, really bad, I'll like break down and either have someone help me with it or I'll just like commission it or buy it. Right. But generally I would rather have something that, you know, has flaws, but I did myself sure. and have something that's perfect that, but the, the, the thing is the more, I think a lot of that comes from like, oh, every bit of your cosplay should be made by you. But like right. the older I get and like the more cosplayers I meet, yeah. I'm like, that's just not realistic. Like nope. it's very, very difficult to be <laughs> good at every part that you would need for yeah. every cosplay that you want to do. Like, I don't know anybody who's like an amazing armor builder, an amazing prop builder, uh, can it's do like true, wiring so. and lights, is amazing sewing and uh you know also amazing at hair Style makeup way, and yeah. style. like I don't know anyone that's good at Doing all of those things like very very few people so learning that it's okay to not make every last piece and you know it's pretty impossible to make every last right. piece like most people even if they made their entire cosplay like most people are not cobblers like making their mm -hmm. own shoes you know when I first started doing it like, like you guys said like you there seemed to be like a lot of pressure or stress to be like you have yeah. every single piece your own and the longer I've been in it you know like why and I think a lot of it too now too if you look at there's so many there's more you know there's things like Etsy and on and all these other mm -hmm. shops that are available and now more open to you for makers to make stuff that have way better skills than I ever would right and I, I think there's a lot more like not pressure but like people advocating for like thrifting things like people yeah. being like you know, like textile waste and yeah. like, so I think there's a lot more advocacy for like, 
hey, what if you took this thing that was already made mm-hmm. from a thrift store, save some money and turn it into what you want? Like, um, Amy, any, is there anything you would like that we didn't ask you about, about 300 or yeah. anything that you would like to add? Parting. I mean, if anybody, you know, is interested in the group, Oh yes, um, they, can, they can hit us up on social media. We have the same handle for every platform, which is 300 DC Spartans. Uh, I control the social media pages, so you'll end up talking to me directly. Uh, so if anybody has any questions, they can follow us there on the gram, on the Twitter, TikTok, mm-hmm. and the on the, on the gram. She's so social media savvy. Okay, well, that about wraps it up. Amy, thank you so much for being on with us. We really appreciate it, and we miss you so much. Bye, Amy. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about our friend Amy and uh, the 300 Spartans. Um, there's, It's one of those things, I think, um, you know, we've always seen. It's kind of a fixture at Dragon Con, the group. Yeah. And so we've always seen it from afar and stuff. But, like, now we know several of them. And, like, if you catch us at the atrium at Dragon Con, we are normally right around the 300 people, like, because... They are right around our people, so it's pretty It's pretty cool to get to learn more about them and, and kind of the inner workings, so we hope that you enjoyed yeah, it. Stuff we've never thought to ask Amy before. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And you know, for those people that, that want to yeah. know, uh, if you're interested. Or you stuff know. that I asked Amy and you weren't there for. <laughs> right. Um, if you want to follow along with us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're also over on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. You can send us stuff there or you can just follow along, um, you know, with the general shenanigans that happen. Or if you want to send more detailed information, questions, concerns, um, hate mail, Don't you can send me You can, uh, you can, uh, you know, focus all that energy on Jessie. Uh, she hangs out over at the email. Uh, I do. Uh, you can send interesting plants and mushrooms, weird fish pics, uh, people we should interview on the podcast or just podcast episode ideas in general. If there's something you want to know about, uh, let us know and we'll do an episode on it. Um... You can send us cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, corrections, cosplays you want to feature, cosplay challenges. Uh, We got kind of an impromptu cosplay challenge just here recently. We haven't done one in quite a while, but, uh, you know, if you've got a cosplay challenge for us or a cosplay idea for us, uh, we're always looking for them because it takes us many hours to figure out what we're going to cosplay. Which is something we need to be doing. Yeah, (laughs) so... uh, yeah, any of that, you can answers to the I'm going to ask you a question or questions for me to ask Paige and the other listeners. This episode was a food that it would be very difficult or drink that would be very difficult for you to give up if you were getting ready to undergo a tense, an intense diet and exercise regimen. Uh, what would be the hardest thing for you to give up for cosplay? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, if you want to send any of that, you can go to our new-ish website where you can also find uh, our all of our contact information, all of our social media information that Paige went over. 
Uh, there's little widgets that have like a at a glance look at our social media. And there's also every episode by category. So if you're looking for a specific episode, our website's the best place to find it. Uh, the URL for the website is podpage.com forward slash cosplay pod. Uh, our email, which you can send directly if you don't want to mess around with the website, is, the official one is cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? Uh, yeah, we're done. Okay, bye. Bye. Everyone close to me will no longer have lightsaber battles with me because I'm too good. Is the, that's that, not the word that, that wasn't the word that they say, but that's yes, what it is. Too good at lightsaber, and they know they can never hope to defeat me. So they just, oh no, you hit too hard. Oh no, you take it too seriously. Hey, okay, you got a challenge? Do you want to fight? Want a lightsaber? Oh my god. <laughs> Kind of. Like, normally I would be scared, but if it's lightsabers, just to have someone to lightsaber with me, I would risk the bodily harm.